Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Up to 90. It's us again, isn't it? It is. It's, it's, it's the two, just the two of us, Emma. Can you believe it? I know. Crazy times. I really didn't think that we'd still be in strange and uncertain times when it started being strange and uncertain times. I know, obviously, it makes sense. But even like, I had like months ago, I remember saying to Shane, I was like, I just didn't think it would go on this long. He's like, how long did you think it would go on? And I was like, I just, I hadn't let my brain even compute do you know what I mean? Listen, we all thought it would be done for the summer. And yeah. we were basing that on the fact that China supposedly had gone through for three months and everything was grand again. Little did we know that was not the case. So everyone was like, sure, look, at least just in time for the holidays, we can do this. I know. Fuck's sake. I can't believe it. I can't bloody believe it. And I haven't seen you in like, when was the last time I actually physically saw you? Well, that's why we need to we need to start the Zooms. We were just saying this, listener, before we started that we might re- start recording via Zoom because it's nice having an own visual. Yeah. I loved seeing you the other night at our at our Patreon uh, Zoom party. I know, and seeing your bump and everything. But like, seriously, like, how long is it? It must. I mean, <laughs> January, be? February, February, maybe. But sure, when did you go down to Kerry? I know, but I saw what I seen you. Yeah. It must have been February, so I say around February. I think we did one. We did one episode in Headstuff's new fancy studio. Yeah, and um, we were we were looking forward to recording there on a weekly basis. <laughs> and little little did we know. Fuck's sake! I know, crazy. Up to ninety. Up to ninety. Up to ninety with Emma and Julie. How are you anyway? How's Ash? A bambino? Bumpy, bumpy, bumpy. Oh, bump. God. Oh, God. How are you, Mrs? I'm good. I had a nice old um, bank holiday weekend. Um, actually feels like it was really long because I went out on Friday night after the Zoom and I went to the El Loco. Sorry, saying that to you anyway, but um, I wasn't saying it to our listener. But um, they did kind of like bring us the bill and stuff. And I was kind of like, sorry, what? Uh, but how, like, did they bring it kind of after the 90 minutes? Yeah, they did. Did they? Yeah. Okay. But um, 
Yeah, so, we, but the beer garden there is like absolutely massive. Like there was loads of mm-hmm. room. You know, we were outside the whole time. But it's like, you got to move on. So I was like, okay. But it's, do you know what? It's so funny with these beer gardens because, you know, on the Daily Mail and stuff, they keep putting up pictures of English pubs. And you just think, oh my God, it just looks like no crack in them. I don't know what it is. There's this Weatherspoons vibe to an English beer garden. Or maybe it's just the pictures that Danny Mailer putting <sighs> up. But I keep looking at them thinking, no, I just, I don't, I, I don't get the crack element here. No, I don't think they are the same. But I have to say, like, it wasn't the same. It was more the vibe of meeting up for a lunch and getting yeah. a couple of drinks it was more that kind of vibe really it's, it's not it definitely is not the same I mean I know now Fred has had he actually had a couple of friends around this weekend from Leitrim yeah um so they ended up staying in the house even though I was a bit anxious about them staying in the house but then I was like I checked my COVID app and saw that Leitrim's only had 84 cases since the start of lockdown so it's like okay you know, the odds, the odds are in our favour, but so I know even a couple of weeks ago now, Fred, friends down, staying down the village as well, and like so, I would go to the pub just to pick them up and maybe get a sparkling water or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, I think that the pubs have made such an effort; they really have. But it is still, it's just, it's just not the same. No, and they, yeah, so they've gone to huge effort and whatever, but. Huge effort, yeah. So it's not the same. It's just not the same. But sure, next, sure, next week it'll be it'll be all happening next week. Poor Fred is on a second day hangover. That's how bad it was. He was so he was so drunk on Saturday. The poor fella that I kept I kept doing that really annoying mammy thing where I kept waking him up to check was he still breathing because his breathing was so shallow. <laughs> Oh my God. Myself and myself. Can you, is there anything more annoying when you're trying to sleep and off and somebody's like, I'm just checking, are you breathing? This is just like, it's another eye opener into how different we are as people. If I was getting ready to pop and Shane was like so hammered, I had to check on his breathing throughout the night. I would not be saying, poor El Shane. <laughs> yeah, well... I- that's what I'm saying now. I don't know what I was saying that on Saturday night. I don't know. Like, I mean, I did. People. Myself and Molly did exchange glances a number of times throughout the course of the night. Because seems to me, Molly now has taken to sleep in the bed with us. I know this is so twink of me, but building on what we were discussing yeah, last week. But a few times, myself and Molly did exchange a look like, really? Is this what we're doing here? Like, we're checking on his breathing now. But he did He did have a great time. Went out to see Fungi. Of course, then came back. He himself and the friends had a few drinks in them. So they start with the whole, the usual about Fungi. How like it must be a different dolphin? Is he battery operated? Just putting it out there, it's the same bloody dolphin. Okay, it's the same dolphin, and that is it. Thank you and good night. I've never been to Kerry. Oh, but you have to. But you know what? If we ever get a house sorted closer to Dingle I'd love to have you and the kids and Shane and the kids down no, I, I was going to be... say I was saying you and the kids poor Shane will be up in the gaff you know I'm including Shane in that I'd be down like a hot snot even if you had to, even if one of the neighbours had an old caravan we could parakeet the front garden like, I'd be down oh, like a sure. yeah, actually because the guys had an, they had a camper van and oh, I was getting they? serious feels oh, yeah. now Fred 
Fred was saying scary things like we could live in a camper van and I just think that's a step too far. But it would be nice to have one on the side. That'd be the absolute dream. Yeah, there'd be I mean, I was looking at do you know that uh it's an Instagram page anyway, Cheap Houses Ireland. I think it was a TV Love series. It. Yeah, but you're just looking at the price of the houses, and you're like, maybe we should just move, lads. Maybe we should just start a new life. You know what I mean? But it is, it's, it is scary, isn't it? Mm. Like the houses are grand, and sure, they're for nothing. I know. So, like, you would be there. There are there are a lot of them in Leitrim. I don't (laughs) know what that says about. I don't know what that says about Leitrim, but. Uh, well, I mean, on the plus side, the COVID numbers are very low. Yeah, but I remember it does have the uncleanest water, tap water in Ireland. Does it? Yeah, well, that was, it, I remember like this was a few years ago now. Okay, so, but wait, so in your mind, that. in your mind, it's still Flint, Michigan. That's what you're well, saying. I just, I mean, really don't want to have to buy bottled water. In my own gaff. I want to be able to drink yeah. it the fucking tap like. Well, we had to do that for tax. a few weeks. No, like yeah, that's a I know. hoop. Like, I couldn't be doing with that now. You're oh. right. It's pure hoop. Isn't you are it? correct in that. Well, I mean, look, Fred loves Leitrim. Um, you know, like he really views Leitrim as home. But I, the last night I did go out in Carrick because Fred was reminding the lads. So we walked out of the pub and, okay, past a car, there was a guy getting a blowjob. I've never seen, I've never seen so many squad cars. I felt like I was on one of those Ibiza Uncovered <laughs> programs because yes. there's just, there's like five people police officers for every like member of the hen party like it was just way too it really felt like kind of a national guard moment and then so we passed the blowjob and I said Jesus Fred that one was just getting a blowjob so of course Fred makes the um, tried to make the excuse to pass the car again I was like no stop it you pervert go to the chipper and then now this happens in every chipper in the country but there was a big fist fight outside the chipper we love our spuds that's who we are as a nation. Famine memory is a real thing. So yes, if any, if if a fight is going to happen anywhere, it is of course going to happen in a chipper, and we yeah. understand that. So this guy anyway, like boxes at the head off another fella. So the two of them are bleeding profusely, but they still come in and. <laughs> ask for chips so they have beaten the shit out of each other but they both come in and one's getting a garlic cheese chips the other one's like just garlic please thank you nobody is batting an eyelid these two people are bleeding all over the place then I look out the window the chipper and there was another lad who's standing in the road and I said Fred he's going to get knocked down and Fred was like don't be ridiculous next thing on cue he gets knocked down so the waiting ambulance, because Carrick is not a big town. It's like mm. one street. The waiting ambulance drives three feet and loads your man in. And then they're attending to the two lads who've just gotten chips. And I was like, so in the space of five minutes, we have two broken noses, one blowjob and one person knocked down. I was like, this is just complete carnage. Sounds like a great night out. Oh, do you know what? It was a fab night out. And I can't wait to do it again once, I, once I'm back on the battle. That fucking nightclub. Obviously, I love Leitrim because my mate Martha Gilhaney, friend of the podcast, is from Leitrim. So I have a lot of love for Leitrim. But that fucking nightclub is... I remember going for a hens before. And I, I think I was the El Prego. 
So I was stone cold sober and nightclubs stone cold sober pretty hard. But like some of the antics out of the fellas there were like shit I haven't seen for years. Like there was a fella going around pretending to be drunk so he could fall on top of like young women and grope them and all this kind of stuff. It was yeah. just pure. Get, getting the willies out. Oh, yeah. and I, like, do you know what? I, sometimes I find seeing somebody give somebody a hand jab more offensive than the blow job. I don't know why. I don't know what it is, but it's just... Well, I think I think there's an honesty to a blowjob. Mm. You know, you're not... There's no beating around the bush, pardon the pun, but, like, it's like, look, we all know what's happening. But what I don't like about a hand job is it takes, it takes you a long time to ascertain whether or not it's a hand job or just a bit of friendly rubbing. Well, you see, I'm more talking as a spectator. Oh, so am I. As a well, you know, guerrilla, guerrilla warfare style spectator, because you haven't you haven't paid tickets for it, like you haven't chosen to see it, but you're seeing it. But the thing about the hand job is that there's more chance of seeing something that you don't want to see. Like I'm gonna look, obviously. Do you know what I mean? I'm not a fucking, you know, I'm not an idiot. I am gonna look at it, but you know what I mean. I mightn't, I mightn't see something I like really. Um, but yeah, not a fan of that now. The blowjobs oh. in the on the main street on the main. I mean, well, at honestly, least on the main street, uh, there's not the worst place to see the the old blowjob is the laneway. You have to say, oh stop! I mean, honestly, just the just the pits, the absolute pits. Oh. I have to say. But in saying that, we do love Leitrim. The guys from Leitrim who are around were so lovely. Um, even though it was funny because they were one of them was telling me about their rowing club apparently in Carrick is the oldest in Ireland and he was like yeah it's actually predates famine times and I was like I doubt there was much <laughs> I doubt there was much rowing going on during the famine like can you imagine how much mileage they were getting out of it like maybe the I'd one say a few of them gave it, it a go gave it a go unfortunately uh, well, I was going to say probably the lad who would have his sibling that morning was, you know, leading the way in the regatta, these rowing races that go on. But yeah, so I thought that was an interesting fact. Maybe not interesting enough to share in a comedy <laughs> podcast. Now, quick segue, effortless segue. What do you think of Vogue's name for the baby? Gigi Margot. Uh, Gigi Margot. Gigi Margot, and she spelt Margot M A R G A U X. Uh, I mean, I did think she was going to go with Bernadette. Oh, Bernadette yeah, Anne. We need, to, we, we need to bring that classic back. I just feel like she's kind of, she's kind of acting like she's not Irish. Really? Well... I, I mean, look, I think there were a lot. I mean, you had to laugh when... You what know, Irish person? Guessing. Like, what Irish <laughs> person do you know would have the balls to call their child that? Well, look, let's face it. In Ireland, the child would be called Gigi for laugh, <laughs> for life. 
So, like, we know where she's planning on schooling the kids now. Like, this thing, I've I've enrolled them in health just in Mm. case. Now, the jig is up now, okay? Gigi says it all. You will be in London for the foreseeable. But, I mean, I I do quite like Gigi. I did have to laugh at all the people, you know, commenting when when she was wearing the G necklace and all the people in the comment section saying, I bet it's Grania. You're like, no. I know, no, I, I do. I do think it's a nice name because she will just be called Gigi. Like it's fine. Gigi, Gigi, Gigi. Um, a bit of Gigi. Uh, yeah. So, well, I mean, of course, now I did reveal our baby name at the at the Zoom party, Good. and it, now I know, yeah, I know you have to give it a thumbs up, but I'd like to feel that, that I do think you did like it. So that really no, made me it's so absolute, happy. It was absolute. A genuine reaction and I even I, went when it and was, told Shane and I told my mom. did he like it Shane's the one I was really worried about <laughs> Shane thought it was a good name yeah well I I had to laugh because I told Fred that you liked it I said we're good to go on the name because Emma <laughs> likes it and he was like what what kind of dynamic do you two have he's like we go with it anyway. And I was like, oh, yeah, but I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. Yeah. This it, this thing is totally created by you. I don't know what vibes oh, no. I give off to you. No, I'm only, you know, I'm only messing. I know, I'm but I feel, there's, I feel like there's an element of tr- of truth to, to it. No, do you know what I'm like, I... is she scared of me or what? Like, I don't know. No, it's not. It, I'm not. It's not coming from a place of fear. It's just coming from a place of I really wanted you to like it because mm. obviously I love and respect you so much that I'm disappointed. Like I'm disappointed now. I know you want me to fear you so bad. That's why you keep leaving me those creepy WhatsApps <laughs> late at night. Oh, come here. I have to tell you what I watched last night. Oh, I oh. love the Emma reviews. Tell me. I know. She's on the museum. I couldn't think of anything. No, but I've got this one down. I know exactly what it is. Come here. Uh, I was influenced by this fella on Twitter called Shane Reacts. He often talks about TV shows, but one he brought up and I hadn't seen it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have a look at that. Was Steps, The Reunion. Do you remember that show that was on a oh, few years ago? Complete. When H is having the, the my favorite moment is when he has the meal with the, the good looking lad in the band. What was yes, his name? Lee. Oh my god, wasn't it? So, it's like I don't think that will ever be topped. It's just such a great moment. Yeah, so I watched <laughs> last night. I was in bed. I was eating some crisps. I had some popcorn on the go. I had a gin and tonic on my bedside locker, and I watched two episodes of that. And it was absolute joy. I'll probably watch another one tonight because the whole all I found the episodes on YouTube for anyone who wants to watch them. The full episodes are on YouTube and they're not like littered with ads or whatever. And um, it was a night well spent. And then we watched Blue Velvet, which I'd seen before. But actually, Blue Velvet, I know it's like, oh, wow, Blue Velvet. It just pisses me off, that film. Like, I watch it, but it's just, I do spend a lot of time slagging it. It's so, hang on, I need to look this up, Blue So, Steps the Reunion, is that just like under the name Steps the Reunion? If you yeah, want to that's, find this, that's right? what I just searched it as. And on YouTube, all six episodes came up all together. So, it was like, oh, perfect. Somebody oh, has honestly, some Steps YouTube channel that they've uploaded it all onto. So, I was like, I just Thank love, you. I just, 
Yeah. That moment when Lee's like, I've actually got the letter here, H. Oh. And H's like, okay, we don't need to read it out. <laughs> I just brilliant. love it. I loved reading all the comments as well, you see, which is an extra little oh, Brucey bonus. But sure, the comment the comments are life. I'm just looking here. So yes, blue velvet with Dennis Hopper. Yeah. And you you rewatched this. Ah, uh, yeah, but like the last time I saw it, I'd say it was like I were probably talking like over like well, probably about fifteen years ago. And I remember at the time I was just like, oh, should watch it. Okay. Just actually do. I'd love you to watch it and tell me what you think of it. Okay. Okay. You know, it's like Um, David Lynch. So everyone's just like, oh, ahead of its time and whatever. I'm like ahead of what time? (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? I think it's like that when people say, oh, yeah, ahead of its time. Or You know what actually really makes me laugh when people are described as what is that the next big thing in Irish comedy you're like you're talking okay we're talking hypotheticals here like this this hasn't happened yet you know the way every single person has that in their bio myself included (laughs) the next big thing in Irish comedy what are you talking about like the future is here the future is now I know it needs to happen today what are you today Okay, so you plan to be the next big thing, but what are you today? Uh, no, I will. I'll give that an I'll give that an Elgu now. Yeah, I'd love to hear your feedback on it. Okay, come here. Did you see? Do you know? I just realised. I don't think we've ever talked about this person. Oh. Did you see who's tipped to replace your old friend Ellen? Mm-hmm. James Corden. Uh, tell me your thoughts on James Corden. Well, I mean, I, apparently he's just uh, supposed to be the biggest prick ever. I mean, that just seems to be the general consensus. Is that now? I do think. I mean, come on, carpool karaoke. He really knocks it out of the park, and it's just such an enjoyable watch. But there has to be. There does have to be an element of truth to all these rumors about how he's such a di- he's such a dick. So you'd wonder because obviously the whole Ellen thing is that they're trying to, I guess, kind of replace. Ellen in the face of this toxic workplace scandal. So you'd wonder, is James Corden the best choice for that? Well, I do like him, but Shane absolutely hates him. And he's convinced that, like, shit's going to come out about him. Like, he cannot stand him. Like, he hates him, right? So it kind of has clouded... That's kind of clouded him a bit for me. But what I would say is, for me, and this is not a gender thing, this is just a a human being thing, I feel like he is able to access his emotions, his array of different emotions too easily. Oh, well, I mean, I think Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel is guilty of that as well. He's always fucking crying. And who's the other fella who's always in... Who's the other one? Who's the other one? What's his name? Um, Seth Myers. No. no, he doesn't cry. The I other talk show. The other talk show yes, host. Fella. I know the English guy. No, not the English guy. The other American guy. So there's Jimmy Kimmel. Oh yes, Stephen something. Is it? Oh, what's his name? No, hang uh, on. I have to find this out. Right? I have to. I have to find this. But while you're doing that, I will say this is so predictable of up to ninety. But I think we both agree on this. There is something very 
it, it, there is something a bit off about replacing Ellen with a straight white male in the current climate. Yeah, very true. Oh, sorry, I have like, it now. Jimmy Fallon. Me. Jimmy Fallon. Yes. Jimmy Fallon. Yes, yes, yes. What is his deal? Like, sorry, because I Jimmy Fallon was the crier that I was thinking of. He's always just bawling his fucking eyes out. It's ridiculous. I don't believe it. I do not believe it. Do you know what age he is? So bad. He's forty-five. I just don't feel that somebody who's gotten to the age of forty-five and got gotten to those levels. Will be breaking their shit and oh. boo hooing at fucking everything. It's uh, it's do you know it's what? It's so fucking tiresome, uh, tiresome. And I also get quite freaked out at the fact that Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel are essentially essentially interchangeable. Like, mm. have they ever been in the one room at the same time? They have the same fucking head, Emma. I know. And then your they're man. They're both emotional. They're both emotional wrecks with the same head. And then I know I shouldn't say this, but your man, Stephen Colbert, he seems quite nice. He seems like a very intelligent guy. And I know this is terrible and I shouldn't be like this, but it's the way I am. I just immediately just go, hmm, because he believes in God. Is he really religious, Stephen? He seems to be. I've seen him talk well, about it a few times and I'm just like, oh, come on. Yeah, you're out. But sure, that's fair enough. I will say, do you know what I didn't like about Stephen Colbert? Now, I have to say, I've never actually watched the show. Yeah. But there was this moment that happened, and it's on YouTube and all the rest, when he, Kirsten Stewart is being interviewed. He reaches across the desk and basically fixes her neck necklace and tucks her necklace inside her shirt collar. It is the weirdest, Ooh. creepiest moment. And I just said to myself, I'm completely done. And not enough people have commented on it, I feel. Like, it's bizarre. But she does that. It's gross. But Sorry, is this casting couch? What are you doing? Like... It does. It felt like casting couch. I was like, "What?" And she, by the way, Kirsten like is basically recoiling. Imagine if you were in an interview and your man just reached across and fixed your necklace. It's gross. But when you look at them all, oh. like just when I see them all presented in front of me, it's all basically just different versions of the same person. Well, that's, it's the, but that's some, well. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon, like it's the it's separated at birth. But this is it. I mean, James Corden. The only thing he's got going from is he's English. Is he English? Is he? Is somebody's going to tell me now he's Welsh or something? I just want to double check. No, that. he but, is English. I just, <laughs> no, I obviously, just like feel, I'm obviously not including John Oliver in this at all. Like he's he's not. Included. Oh well, no. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a different them. beast. Oh, Jesus, well, remember Carson Daly? Fucking hell! Uh, do you know what I did laugh because I was looking up. Then I kind of went down a bit of a rabbit hole today. Mm. You know, with people put like the usual stuff. People putting up anecdotes of having seen James Corden at things, and he was just a bit of a dick. Yeah, and he shouting at the wait staff and all that kind of thing and then somebody put this story up now it but it was it was it's the same story there are numerous references but the wording in places is different so there is definitely some truth to the story but it's just you know it's been retold a few times will i read it out this is quite funny yeah let's hear it 
Oh, half an hour into New York to London flight, passengers in business class noticed a woman with a crying baby being brought through the curtains by a flight attendant. They looked on in mild horror as they saw the attendant director to an empty seat next to James Corden. So again, this now this has like gotten tens of thousands of likes on Twitter. So we'd like to believe there's some truth to this. Expecting a huge celebrity hissy fit, Corden's cabin mates were impressed to see that he didn't say a word or make any sort of complaint. He simply put on a pair of noise-cancelling headphones, pulled an eye mask over his eyes and turned away from her to sleep. Pretty decent, right? When the plane landed, though, passengers were surprised to see Corden remain seated as the woman with the baby struggled to open the overhead locker. And even more surprised when she turned to Corden and said, for fuck's sake, can you at least hold the baby while I get the bags down? The woman was his wife. The baby was his baby. Oh, my God. But I don't get about these lads... Okay, obviously it's it's high pressure, you know what I mean. But like these shows in America, it's not like here, little poverty stricken Ireland. They have like teams and teams of writers giving them material. Yeah. It's not like you go in in Ireland if you they just read the auto cue. They just do the rehearsal. So like, if they have any sort of timing and can read. Like, pretty much anyone can do it. But the only qualification is to be literate. That is and it. They, on that the American chat shows, like, they only ask them three, about three questions anyway. And one of them is the person, the the guest, telling their, inverted commas, funny story that they've yeah. been told. So this is this funny story that I'm going around telling everyone. For, yeah. for the, you know, before this fucking movie or show or book or whatever the fuck it is comes out. It's it's that, it's that Mark Ruffalo moment where the re- researcher rings in a fence and says, do you have any funny anecdote, anything at all? And then James Corden says, so tell me about, you know, you you got some angels in your house, like on the ceiling. <laughs> tell me about their pubic hair. And Mark's like, yeah, so basically like, the interior designer rings me and she's like, what color pubic hair would you like on the angels? And James like, that's great. That's great. Tell me about your new movie. Oh, they'll have an ad break after that one. And then they'll come back and be like, tell me about your new movie. Yeah. And everyone's, woo, what he said in theaters from whenever, whatever, whatever. I just, I don't know. It's it's bizarre. It's I mean, as you say, it's just all. Whereas in in Ireland, in Ireland, if you had your own late night talk show, you can guarantee you'd be paying for your own parking. You'd probably be late for the show because you're like, I'm just trying to find a spot, and everyone's like, hurry the fuck up. You arrive like you've got your handwritten flashcards. You've done your own makeup. Like it, it that would be the vibe. Oh my god! But sure, like, do you remember? Do you remember I was meant to do that thing? It wasn't American TV, obviously, but it was for English television. And I was like, oh my god, I'm actually going to get paid. Like, I'm actually going to get paid money for something, and then that got cancelled. You're like, no. uh, but, that, but that will that will be rescheduled. That will be rescheduled for sure. This is the for new shizzle. for new. This is the new world now. But like. Um, no, these look, these shows. I'm don't get me wrong. Now I do like Conan, but like some of his earlier stuff 
with the like, you know, the flirting with the female guests. Yeah. And sometimes I I do think in some of the clips that you watch back, I know his whole thing is that he's awkward. Yeah. But it's actually, it's too awkward to watch him interact with an attractive female. Because at times it's good, but at other times it's just too jarring and it's actually really hard. And Andy there and... It's just, mm. it, 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 it actually, I think, I don't think a lot of those clips age well, even though do love his podcast and obviously yeah. his gas on Twitter and all the rest. And actually what I did like about him, he kind of was given out about James Corden because do you remember when he was supposed to do, take over the Late Late, the late, late Show and then he delayed it, James Corden, because he said he had to sort out with his family about, I don't know, some bullshit and Conan O'Brien and someone else, he was on some some podcast or something talking about it. And he was like, I'm sorry, but if you're offered the late show, like it doesn't matter what the fuck's going on in your life. You're there to start the day they want you to start. And he was very like, I did not like that as a as a as a beginning. He he wasn't too impressed, which I kind of respected him coming out and saying that. Yeah, well, especially if he's like <laughs> what's he sorting out like if he's a fan of the fucking noise cancelling headphones but but it just it just kind of feeds into there's always seems to be some whack of bullshit of James Gordon yeah it just seems like there's something there all right something amiss but look I mean you know you, you were bemoaning the fact that this show on uh, that this show you were going to do got cancelled and you were looking forward to getting paid but you need to look the bright side Emma because you know who's having a worse week than you who Katie Price no did you see this she broke both her feet Emma I saw she has another new fella and she's like, oh my God, he's my absolute rock. <laughs> I mean, the fellas, the fellas have to, I mean, it's just, there's a, I, for her own sanity, I feel she needs some alone time. But just, you don't even need to put them up on the ground. Like, if you're getting, you know, if you're getting your whole yeah. fair play to you, I'm never going to begrudge anyone that, but you don't need to try and like fit a place to them in your family yet again. Like, well, that's that's true, yeah. And I, I probably shouldn't say maybe she could deal with a bit of a long time. I just feel sometimes in between relationships, you just actually need some time with yourself. But well, they don't need maybe to be part Katie of your family to that. Yeah, I mean, maybe Katie doesn't subscribe to that, which is totally fine. But she jumped off a wall in a theme park and broke the two feet. So she was saying it could be six months before she walks again. I mean. I just, I mean, the poor bitch, honestly, like going around with the two broken feet. But I do think if 2020 was a news story, that would be it. Yeah. It's like Katie with the two broken feet is just an absolute mood, isn't it? But like, what was she, why was she jumping off this wall? Like, Well, I think the, well, the lesson to be gleaned is just don't jump off walls. I think or just stop, if you're in if you're in a theme park, like just do the fucking rides, Katie. You don't need to be well, creating your own it. fucking experiences. That's it's not like you're in like a park and there's no playground and you're kind of trying to keep spirits high. And you're like, come on, look, look, gosh, look, you can climb up this tree. And come on, come on, it's grand. You're in a fucking theme park. Like, just get in the queue, Katie. Yeah. Just get, just queue This up. is, 
this is you wonder like there are a lot of questions you have like obviously she jumped I'm thinking onto concrete is it parkour how high was was this wall so she's arguing she's taken off was she doing the thing of jumping into the fella's arms and then at the last minute he moved I mean I just there's so many questions I just but we do send her our best don't we Anna as ever we do always I'll get the bouquet sorted now this week but uh, you'd wonder you'd wonder like why do you know what I mean I mean who has the time to be doing that at the theme park you've just you've got to go and you've got to get in the queues you've got to sort it like finish your ice pop now before come on we're getting up to the top oh has anyone got a baby wipe you know clean your hand it's it's full on yeah, no. Why I is think ma'am I... jumping up? Like, why is ma'am jumping off walls? Yeah, well, look, she's I think got we the all snack agree. bag. She's got the fucking snack bag. <laughs> well, I think look, we've all had a new fella, and we've tried to impress him by jumping off something. <laughs> so maybe that's it. I think that could have been it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, look, obviously we sent her our best. And then today somebody put up, I hate the way they keep calling her, her house the Mucky Mansion. No, that's terrible. It's so, I mean, everyone's gaff is a Mucky Mansion. Let's face it, like our house now at the moment, we need to give it a serious grub. But I'm just like, make it stop. Stop calling her gaff a Mucky Mansion. It's so terrible. No, it's not nice. Actually, I wanted to ask you about uh, this Irish uh, TikToker, right? Her name is uh, Nevo. And okay. Let me just check. So far, so far, the story's checking out. Yeah. Nevo does kind of sound like an Irish TikToker. Should I look her up here? Yeah. So she her? has okay. 1,051 whatever followers. But she set up an OnlyFans. And she shared with people that she's already made 16 grand from it and she's kind of saying to people like I don't know why I waited so long or whatever to do it but then there's this fella right so like whatever oh wait this lady is it is it k-n-e-e-v-o yeah yeah oh yeah and she has like 150,000 followers and 11 million likes is this the girl okay so she's set up an only fans and she's already, yeah. she put up a video about it. She's already earned $16,000 or whatever. And, and is, what is, and like, what's the time frame on that, Emma? Like a week? Oh, I think it was like within the first 48 hours or something. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. So They're fucks to her. I know. Jesus. But then there was this fella, right? His name is Rob. Plunk is what he calls himself on TikTok. (laughs) And he did this big video about her saying that, oh, basically what she's doing is prostitution. And then he kind of did a follow up video saying, like, it was just my opinion, but I don't want her getting any hate for it. And, you know, that's the end of that. But oh my God, Judy, it nearly actually got me to comment because I was like, no, no, no. I was like, if you were commenting on, you know, a younger male contemporary and a decision that they were making and you were kind of able to say, you know, you had a bit of perspective on it and you could say, look, you know, may have been there, you know, it seems great, but it's not worth it. But him feeling the uh, the need to, like, publicly give his Shame opinion. Her. Yeah, and give his opinion on 
a younger female is just like creepy. He doesn't even realize that what he's doing is creepy. Oh, do you know what I mean? It just it's kind of it is like, it's pure creep behavior. Because some what people in the comments were just saying like, "Oh, well, everything you're saying is true," or whatever. Like it doesn't. I know it doesn't matter if people uh, like that girl or don't like her or think she's annoying or think she's deadly or whatever. But like, just for an older man to be kind of saying, he was saying that like you know she's there saying you know if you're thinking about do it if you're thinking about doing it do it and he's giving out saying oh well you know there's a lot of younger people on TikTok and she shouldn't be promoting oh, no. it. But then sure like he's he calling her. Basically saying that she's prostituting herself, but he doesn't yeah. have to filter what he says. You know what I mean? But I he's like, oh he's God. just trying. What he's doing there is, first of all, being an absolute creep. Number yeah. one, and then number two, he's he's just being a sexist pig, basically. And then even worse than that, compounding all that, he's kind of flying, you know, under the banner of, oh, I'm the morality police and I'm here to protect young people. You're like, no, actually, yeah. sorry, you have no part in this conversation. And the fact that you're trying to insert yourself is actually damaging young, pe- young people. And he's tagging her in the video. And tagged her. Oh, he tagged her. Tagged her and tagged her boyfriend. And did she respond? Um, I think she may have responded because he. I think now I only just looked at those two videos, but I saw people saying stuff to him like, "You're obsessed. Like you actually don't stop talking about her." Oh, like, that oh, just God. you know what? That just gives me the heebie-jeebies. And what's really dangerous about those men is that they think they're so convinced they're right. Oh, yeah, I think, well, she said back to him, she was just, she said something like, oh, thanks for, thanks for, uh, what'd she say? Thank you for the free advertisement on the very app you gave out about me speaking about it on. So, yeah, she said, like, you gave, you gave out about me speaking about it on TikTok, yet here you are speaking about OnlyFans on TikTok. I just think that's it's so. Because I don't care. I so don't gross. care as much when it's like American people, because you're just like, or you know, people that aren't from but Ireland. It's... You're just like, oh, whatever. But like when it's Irish people, you're just like, oh, get a grip. <laughs> yeah, and I think we're t- we're I think we're too small a country for that shite because like no doubt like she has an uncle or something that knows this guy you know like as if we're so interconnected I just feel the fact that he can't see how wrong that is it just gives me the heebie-jeebies yeah. I was just like oh, it really God. does and you know what like fair play to her. Yeah, like, I mean... Is it something that I would do myself? No. But, But, I mean, I think you have to just, like, live and let live. Like, if that's what she wants to do, grant. Yeah, and I mean... I I presume she's not, you know, I presume she's she's obviously an adult. Like, she's is she in her 20s or whatever? Yeah, Yeah. she's in her 20s. She's an adult. She seems completely on the ball or whatever. Yeah, but sure... She's able to, you know, she obviously knows the positives and negatives of that. And all her, she's, she said herself that all her family know, her parents, her granny and everything. And they're all 
uh, fully supporting her and her dad was helping her to get together her business plan and stuff and that's right. Well, do you know what? Mm. Actually, that kind of makes my heart smile that a family would be that supportive because that shows that things are changing here as well. Oh, she's not. Because like, I know. It's not a kind of a thing that she's doing to try and make like, trying she's to get out of it. She's sizing it. Yeah. But she's, she's not doing it to try and get herself out of a, a shit situation. I think she's just trying to capitalize on this is a, yeah, like it's her a, own money. It's a business move, but I just, I love the fact that the family are so behind her and that the dad has helped with her business plan. I, I love all that. Yeah, I just thought, oh, he's absolute puke. It's just, it's it's so creepy. Look, it's like a man commenting on anything to do with young women, and co- especially and coming from this. Oh, it's just, it's rotten. It's so, no more than, I know we were talking about in the extra episode last week, but like no more than the fellas ringing in to the radio stations to discuss the Tampax ad. It's just, do you realise how much of an absolute creepy sound? Like if somebody had said to her, like, say if it was a woman who was 10 years older than her and said, oh, you know, look, obviously it's your choice and whatever, and I hope it works out for you. Just I know myself, I did X, Y, or Z. And because this reason and that reason, that's why I now regret doing it. I mean, yeah, I think that's it's completely perfectly. different. I think that's completely okay for somebody if they put it out there publicly, if people want to comment or it's, you know, whatever. But, like, but, you, but you see that, you see, that is coming from a place of non judgment. Yeah. It's coming from a place of experience, which is different. I mean, no more than even. And we all have listened to, like, John Ronson has, has two brilliant podcasts, but one. Um, primarily about the sex industry and like what happens now I know by the way OnlyFans isn't the sex industry but like you know as in like say talking like to women who maybe have gotten involved in certain things they might regret say doing them in terms of like they then found that it was kind of limiting to get other types of jobs but then there was other there was other women like I'm just talking specifically women um in relation to this now but there was other women it was like they were like it was the best thing I ever did I could buy a house out of it I could put my kids through school so I mean ultimately you know there's always going to be two sides to these things but the fact that a man would try to insert himself and into that narrative is just so horrible what a creep and I just thought tagging the boyfriend as well was a nice little creep touch (laughs) it's just I mean and how old is this guy actually I wonder uh I'd say he's probably about 30 or something I don't know the exact ages but I'd say she's kind of early she's kind of early 20s and he's probably like 30 or something and the fact that he thinks it comes back to you know, obviously it's such a recent conversation in this country, but the fact that he thinks as a man he has any say over what she does with her body is just ugh. I know, or if it affects him in any way. Weird. It's as people said it to him, but it is a weird obsession. I mean it's his like you know, don't it's get me wrong. to his issue. I do I do understand well, you know, I, I understand the point of oh young people being on TikTok. But just like if people are too young to be on these apps, it's not your problem. It's not my problem. It's not her problem. If you're putting yeah. up content that is not suitable for somebody of a certain age, 
it's not really your fault well, if they're on. It, well, it shouldn't. The app. Yeah, it should. It shouldn't censor. It shouldn't censor what she's doing. No. But no, I think I think fair. She's a sixteen grand, Emma. Maybe we should give it a whirl ourselves. Yeah. Well, sorry. Just just brings me nicely to I've set up my own, <laughs> and it's just basically it's a lot of pictures of me in my dressing gown, and just I'm just kind of letting the nips slip out. Oh no! Oh yeah, sneaky nip slip. Yeah, That's good. and the hair's just scraped back, and of yesterday's makeup on, and you know what I mean. I have, the swampy, nice. I have the swampy jocks on and everything, but I just feel like there's a market for it. Oh, but sure, look how many men in your life have asked you for a picture of yourself after the shower. And you'd love to send one when your mascara is halfway down your face and you're just bedraggled and you're using a hand towel because the bath towels are downstairs and you're just using a little hand towel and it's all wrong. I mean, there's a market for it. Nobody's ever complained. No, and I've got I've got a bit of a like um, I've got a fungal toe infection as well, so I reckon oh, I could take a few pictures. Nice, of that. that's definitely a fetish right there, isn't it? I must like I mean everything is now, so it has to be. Um, and I'm gonna put up videos of me chewing shellac off my fingers. Oh, Emma, that's just. That's <laughs> that is a step too far. I thought you were going to say licking ice cream off your fingers no, or something. Too much I mean, oh, off my fingernails. That well, I think you know. Obviously, there's a financial cost there because we all know how much shellac costs. But I do think, I mean, look, based on Nevo's mats. Yeah. Or do you know what we could do is we could do videos where oh, I'm we... scared at the Wii. <laughs> Suddenly, it's all like I could do this. All right, now, oh, do you know what we could do? No, we could look for new hairs on our faces. Oh, well, you know that's got my name written all over it. Nothing gives me greater pleasure. So we could do videos on that where we like kind of search to see is there a new chin hair and then just like pluck it out or whatever. Well, I yeah. And there could be a bit of suspense as you're going around the house trying to find the good light. Oh yeah, a bit of a build up, of yeah, course. Yeah, but music. it's nice to have I was gonna say it's nice to have a bit of music and a plot line. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to go straight into oh, it. Look, that's us. We just be... we'd we'd be kind of we've got our writers' caps on now, haven't we? <laughs> I'm sure look, listen, we're still available. If anyone if anyone wants to make a TV show with us, we're still available. Just because yeah. we're doing OnlyFans that doesn't mean we're off limits. No, okay? we're, we never, here. we're never going to forget about our up to 90 listener either. It's not like we're, you know, running off to do that now, but it's just, you know, needs most. I was, laugh- I was laughing because one of the reviews there recently somewhere, I don't oh, know yeah. where this was, Too but tough. one of the reviews was like, uh, you know, the way we'd be banging on about not getting stuff a little bit. And so, so can I just say RT their biggest mistake was never taking on the 2VE and I was like God we probably do mention that quite a bit <laughs> no but sure it's just it's a, it's it's what a comedian has to do you can't be happy it's, and we're content all every, 
Every comedian is pimping themselves out constantly. So we're going to do it now with OnlyFans. That's mm. where we're going now. We're taking this, all the pilots we'd written ever, we're taking them to, to OnlyFans. Yeah, but we're just going to act them out in dressing gowns. In our Yeah, in our knickers, in our maternity knickers. But yeah. like, So we'll do like a read through with mm. the scripts. But it's just you and your dressing gown, you and your shellac, and I'm there with my hair reaching and my hand towel covering my bits. And then you see, there's another, uh, it kind of gives us the extra thing then to kind of get ourselves out there because we can kind of go on Ray Darcy and talking about like that we're on OnlyFans. It's like, well, actually, oh. Ray, we found it great. Bring it. on the hate! I was like, and how, like, are you making a living from this? And we were like, well, like it's thirty dollars at the moment, Ray, and we've just chipped in our own to kind of get the ball rolling. But like, you know, we're just building our brand. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It'll be brilliant, Emma. Honestly, Chernobyl publicity is bad publicity. No. And now we'd have to prepare ourselves for the fact that we're, you know, he, we will be asked, you know, Ray will ask the big question as mothers, yeah. how do our families feel about it? So we'll just, we'll have to thrash one out, that one out beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. We'll think of something, but uh, I don't know. We just have, I'm kind of like getting excited about this now. I've got a really good feeling about it. And I'm, I'm, I'm really wrong. We should be able to go for sixteen grand. We should be able to get the same, shouldn't we? I mean, I, I can't. I can't I've, 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 I've looked at Nevo. I can, for the life of me, see any difference between myself and Nevo, or between you and Nevo. Oh. As far as I'm concerned, it's a level playing field. Same, same. yeah. So I, can't, you know, I, was, I just feel it's there. I'm sorry, we haven't copped this sooner. Now, the thing is, is that, like, there's no question of my dad doing up the business plan, so I'm afraid it will come to Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy the barrister will have to, yeah. will have to draw up the business plan, but I think he'd be happy to do it. Ah, uh, yeah. He's a bit, he, he's all about, you know, his kids getting themselves set up, so he'd be happy enough to get in with that now. I thought you were going to say he's all about the only fans. <laughs> To the best of my knowledge, no. Not that I'm aware of. Come here. On that note, I'll let you go, Mrs. Always a pleasure. Never sure. sure. Yeah. And uh, sure, we'll be chatting to you some only fans soon enough. And best of luck to Nevo and kind yeah, regards best. to Katie Price. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> God bless. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.